Hello everybody and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 258 with a review of Captain Phillips. I'm Christopher Schnazy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I are going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue of the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. Uh, this review is, of course, for Captain Phillips. The, uh, the uh, big old true story of how Captain Phillips... Like to download a lot of things illegally. <laughs> <laughs> this is how he uh, he bought too many bootleg DVDs when he was over in Somalia, and uh, yeah, the MPAA came after him. Yeah, but in all seriousness, this is the story of a ship captain who uh, you know had a ship that was attacked by Somali pirates, and the uh, intense few days they underwent during this conflict, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I remember hearing back when this was a big deal, back around when it eventually happened. And then when I first saw this trailer, I was like, oh, sweet, this looks pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, I think it was. it's uh, definitely, as you pointed out when you texted me last night when we realized that they were doing a sneak preview of this film, that uh, it is very intense to attempt to watch both Gravity and this film <laughs> in the same evening. Yeah, or in the same day, even. Yeah, in the same day. Uh, I had a few hour break between seeing each of them, but I will say I am damn happy that I don't have high blood pressure because I'm not <laughs> sure I would have survived. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, with that being said, <laughs> we can just uh, dive right in. All right, let's let, let's let's let me let me get my little submersible. <laughs> well, while, while you're getting your submersible, I'm going to dive out of the back of a sea whatever plane and then <laughs> parachute my way down into the water, and you can pick me up on a little skiff. Yeah. All right. So, uh, without further ado, we're gonna take a listen to the trailer for Captain Phillips, and then let you know what we thought about this film. approaching with armed intruders. Potential piracy situation. Copy, Alabama. You should alert your crew and get your fire hoses ready. Uh, yeah, is that it? Chances are it's just fishermen. They're not here to fish. Shots wide! Take the hoses! This is not a drill. This is a real-world situation. Shoot me! Relax. 
everything gonna be okay. Look at me. Sure. Look at me. Sure. I'm the captain now. So there we have the trailer for Captain Phillips. As we said, ship captain uh, gets approached by some uh, pirates and they board his vessel. And it is him and the crew trying to survive and uh, dealing with some pretty intense exchanges with these nefarious Somali pirates. So. Yeah, they're not here to fish. <laughs> yeah, they're not here to fish. They're not here to fish. Um. Yeah, it's weird. Like usually, he just uses his sleigh to get those things from the new the, from the North Pole, or I guess he uses a train <laughs> train to get them from the North Pole. Yes, uh, it was weird that he went on a on a on a boat. Unfortunately, through. he was on the water, so he could not run away from them, uh, <laughs> Forrest Gump style. <laughs> exactly, I uh, was running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, all joking aside, Carson. This is not a funny film. Uh, no, um, it is not funny at all. Very, um, very intense. What did you think of it? It gave me a headache. Uh, it uh, truly gave me a headache. Uh, I guess that's uh, the the best compliment I can give it, because it felt like I was taken hostage. Yeah. Uh, in this movie, I, I at the time it seemed like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna do a double shot of Gravity and Captain Phillips. That's probably like saying I'm gonna do a double shot. Of this alcohol and then this alcohol, <laughs> and that's a bad idea. <laughs> I'm gonna do a, a double shot of Everclear and <laughs> and then Jaeger and die. Um, yeah, like the I almost want to see this movie again on like a clear head because I just first of all I was still like riding the space high of Gravity, and then this movie comes along and is essentially almost the perfect companion piece for a film like Gravity because, once again, it's a situation that did happen and could happen in real life and one that is done, like, so painstakingly realistically that you're just like, I am watching... I don't even think Paul Greengrass made this... I think he made... I think he hired real Somali pirates and just was like, go kidnap Tom Hanks. (laughs) <laughs> and that this is the movie that they they yeah, captured it on film. They sent him out for training for a movie that training they, they told a, Tom Hanks they were going to film in yeah, six months. Yeah, they're like, months. this is your movie role. This is your training for the role. Uh, but we're uh, JK. We're actually going to have real pirates. Like surprise. <laughs> Everything going to be okay. Everything going to be okay. <laughs> but like, I don't think Tom Hanks was acting uh, in the. I don't think he had to act in the scenes where he was being threatened by these crazy somali guys which is that's the thing is like we i think we talked about it when we looked at the trailer is like where the hell did he get these guys did he just did he just go to somali and pick these guys up like that's the crazy thing is that it doesn't look like he got a list from like la casting or whatever it looked like he really just picked these guys up off the boat uh and was like come be in my movie (laughs) and threaten some people for real like it's just it seriously like the the main guy in this and then the there was one dude who like every time he threatened somebody he just had crazy eyes which was unnerving um that is just like 
that's one of the level of like authenticity this movie brings is that the fact that like these guys don't look like uh, Idris Elba in makeup or whatever to look like an intimidating pirate dude. These look like the real guys. Uh, these look like the guys that would be doing uh, the piracy acts. And Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is th- they're on a real boat. Like, they're on, like, the water, like, the whole movie, and there's no, like, oh, look at Tom Hanks. He's on that CGI boat. Like, uh, you know, he's standing in front of a green screen in Burbank Soundstage B. Like, he's not, you know, he's safe. Uh, there's no no feeling like that, and there's no uh, uh, like gravity where we're talking about in gravity where there's no like bullcrap. Oh, look at Ed Harris down in Mission Control. Oh, you know the the families of George Clooney and whoever are are so sad. Uh, there's no cutting to that. Like the movie follows Tom Hanks throughout the whole ordeal like we never like once we're on the boat once we're on the ocean we never leave the ocean like we're always with him and we're always with like the the people and them being held hostage like it's never it never cuts to his wife who we see for a little bit in the beginning you know looking at a tv screen going like oh my god my husband you know there's none of that. Like, it's just like, yeah, like, once it starts, you're going to be, you know, we got a bag over your head for the whole movie, essentially. But we do and, get we do get cuts to the Navy and the other people involved like that. That is definitely... We get cuts to them, but I feel like it comes at the point where they come into the story. Like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not cutting away from, like, to detract from it. Yeah, it's not like slowing down the the momentum of it. It's still keeping the, the the tension there, but yeah, like it's not like they come in at the point where they're supposed to come in, and like it makes sense. It doesn't. I just feel like in a lesser film, there would be a lot of extraneous scenes of uh, you know multiple people doing things to help like get him back instead of just like. I mean, essentially, this also, like, Gravity, this movie semi plays out in real time. Like, we, you know, get, like, the uh, the full well, thing of it. Well, yeah, but it's 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 multiple nights. Like, the the initial uh, the initial raiding of the boat and the pirates, like, going to the bridge and searching the ship, like, that's all played in, in somewhat real time. But, like, you know, we get we get a lot of stuff from the day before the trip's taken from the beginning of the day when the trip's taken uh once you know the the little buoy boat thing of a jigger thing comes into play within the yeah. context of the story like that's a multiple night it's like 36 hours yeah. uh, i mean there's definitely some time jumps but it doesn't feel like uh which um another movie that came out this summer which was also about somali pirates called hijacking uh, Danish movie, which was also very very good, and it almost made me wonder how Captain Phillips would live up to that. Like, how would it, you know, approach the same kind of material? Yeah. Um, but where hijacking deals with all the, like kind of the the mundanity of like that kind of situation, where there is a lot like it's over like a long stretch of time, and there's like a lot of negotiation. And we see, like, both sides of it. We see, like, 
the crew being held hostage and what they do and like their kind of daily routines and then we see the the boat company um having to deal with the negotiator and all this and like what they go through yeah so there is like in that movie there's like the cutting back and forth and like the um that's how they approach it there and and here in captain phillips that's why it kind of feels like a little more real time-ish because we're always with the boat we're always with captain phillips and uh his crew or whatever and and in his situation like we never see anything else really outside of that yeah yeah um but this movie is just as good as a hijacking like it uh, they can i think they can coexist like because this movie kind of takes on uh like i said that movie was more about like the mundanity of it this was just about like the sheer visceral like oh crap like we're being hijacked like this is bad um so yeah like they're really like pumping up the intensity uh and i mean like that is what i think uh paul greengrass does well with any of his movies especially when he's like recreating uh real life events like he does it in a way where it's like yeah like i feel like i'm there um and again like i've said it before but I think he's the only guy who can use shaky cam well. Like throughout this whole movie, I was not bothered at all by uh, the use of it. Like I feel like that he can somehow do it and not uh, pull you out. Like not have you uh, take your take you away from like the geography of everything. It doesn't feel like a distraction. It feels like it is a tool to bring you in. Um, which I think is hard. Like, I, like I've said before, like it, it's not something that you can just be like, well, they did it in born, so we can do it too. It's like, no, like I, I, there's definitely a style to it. Like, I don't think that you can just, you know, put a camera on your shoulder and start shaking it and be like, all right, we're good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I think that everything about it is very, is very well done. Like I, it's, it's definitely an intense movie to sit through. Like, it's not like some, oh, Tom Hanks, it's going to be feel good. It's like, no. Uh, toward the end, yeah, like, there's definitely a sense of it. But, uh, I mean, because obviously we know the outcome. We know that he was saved. But uh, the 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 how of it, of, like, how it how it goes about is uh, that's where the, the tension comes into play. Because uh, you you really are thinking like I don't know how like they're gonna how this is gonna go down, um, so yeah. All right. Um, so obviously this is very difficult to watch this film directly following uh, Gravity in, in several different ways. I mean, obviously just the sheer level of intensity. Um, living through these multi-hour experiences of just intense uh situations playing playing out in front of your eyes in a quality that makes you feel like you're there uh is pretty difficult to 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 pull that off twice in one afternoon um right so I, yeah so i almost kind of wish we would have taken a break and not, not doubled these because um i would i would sort of like to have seen captain phillips uh from from a more fresh perspective and not having just walked out of one of the best theater going experiences of my life. Right. Uh, yeah. 
because obviously Gravity is a far superior film to this. It's a different film for sure, and it's I wouldn't normally uh, I wouldn't normally compare them at all. Uh, but walking into this with the high of the previous film is is uh, definitely made things interesting. Uh, I yeah I I, I, I laying all the cards on the table this is a very well-made film uh it's an intense film and by the end of it like totally totally on board with the film completely um it, during the beginning parts of the film there was a little there's a little bit of strangeness uh watching it in, in between so up to the point where the pirates board the vessel the ship uh great Everything once they're inside the little uh, escape pod type ship uh, is is great. The stuff in the middle um, is still done well, but there there's just a, a weird. There's some aspects that kind of bothered me. A that you have a crew of twenty people on a ship with four pirates, one of which is injured, and I I just don't. There was some aspect to it. I know it's a real life thing that happened, and I know I'd be scared shitless with a, with a bunch of Somali pirates who were on board my ship with AK-47s. But there was some disconnect for me. Uh, the odds of that captive situation felt like they were in the favor of the crew as opposed to the pirates. Like mm. the fact that it was such a small crew, I was having a little bit of a difficult time um, justifying into my head the level of. Um, you know, like if you watch films, I mean, I know these are like completely different, but if you watch films like uh, United 93 and stuff where you have like a small group of hijackers, uh, you know, on a confined ship or vehicle uh, and what normal everyday people will try to do to survive situations like that, like that felt more like an authentic response of like uh, some sort of uprising trying to to help take that on as opposed to and, and I know that. You know, Captain Phillips is like this. It's based on this real event where we have all the details of it, not like little bits and pieces of what we assume happened on something that we can't really tell what happened there because, you know, the people didn't survive it. Um, so it, there was just while I'm watching the film, I'm thinking like, really, it's only four pirates like it wasn't like a like two boats full of like 12 pirates on each boat like storming it and taking over and locking down the whole thing like yeah like for me there was there was like a, just a little bit of of it's not that i like don't get me wrong i'm not trying to downplay what they went through because i mean the like the scene well i mean you've already you've already mentioned that captain phillips gets saved uh and i know that's public knowledge but I guess we're not we don't care if anybody isn't familiar with the story but the scene of him being checked out by the doctor at the end of the film like had me in tears like yeah it, that was a really like, good moment his performance there completely like sold me on every moment of the film up until that moment just his right. reaction the way he plays out being in shock like that like it it's like like I said had me in tears uh totally sold me on it everything and justified any bit of peace that came before that um but there's just a little bit of like I never completely, especially considering the main pirate, didn't seem like he, like, he was clearly a bad guy, but he didn't seem hell-bent on killing a bunch of people. He yeah. just, like, for him, it was like, he, it literally felt like he was not, like, not that he wasn't smart enough, but, like, that in his head, he just boards the ship, and then everybody turns the ship over to him, and then he gets yeah. money. Like, he didn't, like, for him, it was a really easy transaction. So, like, because you had a seemingly 
uh, well-intentioned captor uh, and a, a relatively small amount of people, it seemed it's like it felt like if Captain Phillips would have been allowed to negotiate that they could have worked something out and then it that it wouldn't have had to have escalated to the level that it did. Uh, I don't know. Like it, it's hard for me to explain exactly what I'm saying. It, it just be, because I think the storytellers were trying to humanize the Somali pirates. I think they did too good a job of of humanizing the main one. So right. I I didn't feel until everything all and you know until all the shit hits the fan. I didn't really feel the uh, craziness of the situation because it seemed relatively uh, uh, not simple. It felt it felt relatively calm at the beginning, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, and then be- beyond that, like you talked about a hijacking and and the information that they that they that they had in that film because it's a documentary. Um, right. You oh, no, said it's no, a documentary. It's, no, it's a narrative. Okay, but it, is it, it? But it's supposed to be documentary esque, or I got I the mean, impression yeah, that it, it. It's supposed to kind of be. Uh, I mean, it's presented in like a real world situation. Like, okay, like, so it's it's more of like the because in that film they have a guy like one of the Somali guys comes on, and his primary job is just to be a negotiator between. The company and the pirates yeah so, he, so he can, okay. you know he can speak english and their language and he's there just to negotiate uh the money and yeah, like yeah. it's all about just you know kind of like yeah like they take over but that's not i feel like it was more of like a you know uh like this is what would happen if uh I don't know, like, because I don't really well, know. That, I know this it, happens it, a lot, but I don't know how they go down. And I feel e- like e- either either way, either way. That, that's yeah. I just my my point is that the way you describe that film, I feel like we needed more in this film like that because we have little snippets where like the Navy is saying like the president has authorized this or we can't allow him to reach Somali soil. Like, there's a lot of the the significance. I mean. From a character standpoint, this is wholly significant. Like this is uh, really intense. This is crazy. The lives of these people are in, in jeopardy. Um, but we have the Navy and our government acting in a way that that lends more significant. Like I have no idea why why information is being handed down by the president and action is being taken. Like the film doesn't. The film mentions that this particular hostage situa- situation is really important but never explains why and like I, I like it's not that I wanted it to cut to news people it's not that I wanted it to jump to a bunch of stupid exposition but it's like I feel like we're being told secondhand that this particular situation might be more uh, it might be a bigger deal than just a guy on a ship with the crew members and and being being captured by pirates so it's like they're they're alluding to a higher significance than we're being presented with just at face value. So it's like I feel like the, because that's being referenced that the film should communicate more of that in a way so that I understand it. Like because to me it seems like uh, if the Navy engages uh, pirates in non-international waters, even in international waters, like there's a bunch of stuff that I get from other films where it's like, isn't that like our government making a declaration of war against? Like, if they were just to blow the pirates out of the water, 
like a few miles off the the shore like wouldn't we be in bigger like i i there was i don't know i felt left out of the loop as to the significance of the events outside of the significance to our character Mm. does that make sense yeah i mean i don't know i guess i just didn't see i don't know for me it it worked fine without it because i felt like some of that stuff just would have would have brought it down but yeah um i mean obviously there was you know the guy was american so we wanted to rescue him but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't i mean i don't know like i i just felt like if there was anything else i i'm just glad that they didn't go that route because i felt like th- that has been done before and uh you know it's been done well but it also could you know it's potential to bring the movie down so well i mean it's like it's like this so and i'm i'm approaching this not from knowledge of how our government slash military works but like our my knowledge of film how this sort of thing is portrayed uh usually when seals are brought in it's because there's a specialized thing that needs to be carried out and usually either in secret or non-detected uh so even in um even in uh zero dark 30 like we use the SEAL team because the whole point of it was for them to sneak in, assassinate you know their target, and then sneak out without anybody knowing that our military forces had gone in there without yeah. permission. So like when you're sending in SEAL teams, I'm like, okay, cool. So they they need to like take care of this pirate situation without knowing that we're putting like five military ships in water that we're not supposed to be in. Um, but you're kind of you you're kind of destroying that illusion in my head when you have five naval vessels like trying to spin around a ship to make really big wakes it's like well clearly we are we are currently engaged in military activity in uh around the horn of africa like it's that's something that we're we're doing but like are we allowed to do that uh is that cool (laughs) are we doing that against what is part of like uh war agreements like the geneva convention or something you know what i mean like there's there's yeah i don't understand the rules of the engagement um like at the point where they're just following the boat you know the little little dinghy boat thing which yeah. like when they're following it and they're like well we can't let it, like i hope they don't get too close to shore like it seemed like well why don't you just put your boat in front of it because you're faster than it and then they have to go around you and you just keep moving your boat anytime they try to go like i i didn't <laughs> there, there was just I didn't understand the ramifications of any individual action that could have been taken on the part of our government or the military. So to me, like I, I just needed more information about like, like if this was a completely made up story, I would have been straight along for the ride, but because it's real events and you have military officials repeating orders from our government, I felt, I know I, I felt like I didn't understand what was taking place. Like everything that uh, Tom Hanks sees was done perfectly. But when I'm watching the officials try to handle the situation from outside of it, I wasn't like, I wasn't even sure. Oh, I don't even want to say too much because I don't know. Like we know how we know how it resolves, but there's just events that uh, let's just say some of the negotiation tactics and what the pirates, what our main pirate does 
Yeah. When he thinks that, like, everything's, like, being negotiated. Like, that doesn't, like, I can't in my head rationalize his decision to step off that boat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I, don't, I don't know. There's just, there's just aspects to it that I feel like if I read the book that this film is based on, like, I, it, it might be totally, like, totally makes sense. And it right. might just be a thing that, like, they can't waste the runtime on uh, filling us in on information. It's yeah. like when, when the story is real, the information is real. And I want to know that um so when i'm not presented with it it's uh i i'm just i'm i'm want like i need to go wikipedia the events so i can get all the basis for like why this particular ship was so important yeah uh i mean i can see that i mean that that didn't really bother me though because i mean it's almost in a way it's almost like interesting to do like to go, I don't know, read the book or go on Wikipedia to fill in the gaps. Like, that's the same thing what I did with um, that movie, uh, Snowtown Murders, because that movie gives you nothing. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, they you do assume that the audience either has, like, some kind of knowledge of the events or, uh, you know, and if you don't, then all right. But, I mean, after that movie, I went on to Wikipedia and uh, – you know read the whole story basically and uh then i kind of was like oh okay so like that's who that guy was and like filled in all the gaps um so i don't know i guess like but the approach like the approach of that movie was just something that like you hadn't seen before and like that the the, the same approach isn't taken here but a similar one is where it's like we're not given like all of that uh kind of extra information yeah. that would kind of clog up another movie or just be present in another movie so yeah and, and I, I just really quickly wikipedia the book um that it's based off of and one of the things that the description of the plot on wikipedia uh focuses on is how phillips util- okay quote how phillips utilizes all security precautions to keep his crew safe and hidden leaving him as the only possible hostage um that aspect of this description which is like most of the description uh was sold perfectly by this film like yeah phillips uh every move he made uh looked like everything he did from like you know like little 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 hints to let other crew members know where he was moving to uh like all the actions he took the little lies he told somali pirates um the whole movie, I kept thinking, like, this guy's freaking smart. Like, he yeah. he did a great job to protect his crew. And from that aspect, the film uh, portrays that perfectly. Um, the only, uh, the yeah, the only real thing that I'm curious about is the surrounding situation, which is, like, the other half of the description, which is, meanwhile, the U.S. Navy assembles a large task force, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, like, that aspect of everything was not as interesting to me but now that i think about it and reading the description it kind of makes sense because the film is based off the book which is captain phillips uh portrayal of the events that took place yeah his like recount yeah he wasn't on those navy ships so how would he know why or what those people were all doing outside of his uh reflecting upon it after the fact so i don't know I, i can't fault the film for leaving some of the detail out i just the filmmakers wrote in stuff that made it seem like this was really important to um, things outside of the, the crew members' lives themselves. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know, it's weird in my head. 
outside of his small interaction with the uh, Navy by saying, like, I'm in seat 15. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, also, uh, it, it, looking at the photo of the cover of the book of uh, Captain Phillips, uh, I think it should the instead of tom hanks we should have had a strange love child of steven spielberg's and Dr- jeff bridges uh, oh, no. <laughs> because he looks like a combination of those two <laughs> i have to you go gotta find wikipedia that. this uh hold on <laughs> yeah it does look like that uh anyways uh back- I, I can i can see jeff bridges in this part <laughs> Uh, but I think Tom Hanks did a pretty exceptional job. Exceptional, oh, no. <laughs> exceptional. Uh, yeah. No, he did. I, I, I don't want to take anything away from his performance because he was fantastic in this, especially as I said at the scene where he's being checked out after the fact. Like, yeah, I was completely moved. Like that scene in and itself, in and of itself, like kind of undid any uh, ill will I had towards the film as a whole in the earlier parts. Uh, just because it it just that that performance sold the the devastating nature of the events he went through to it me. Pretty, it pretty better. much sold the entire movie, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like that. That's why when I walked out, I was just I walked away with the feeling of being really impressed. And like anybody who said, "Hey, was that good? I want to see it." I'd be like, "Yes, you you should definitely see it because it's an incredible movie." Um, and the only reason I'm really like, you know, picking holes in it is because we're critically discussing it right now on the podcast uh i mean but. also the the seek the scene right before that scene um where he has another uh very i think realistic reaction to events that happened yeah was also pretty uh pretty amazing yeah yeah uh, i i feel like that was once again all all lending to the fact that um i think they just kidnapped him for real <laughs> they just had cameras on them. Uh, here, here is your training, Mister Hanks. <laughs> I mean, but the fact that like the that they got these guys to play the uh, the pirates who are clearly uh, non actors or unknown actors, uh, and they're going like, you know, they're going head to head with someone who's like a firmly established actor and holding their own is. Uh, is pretty pretty amazing. Like I mean, they're they are definitely uh, upstaging. I wouldn't say upstaging, but they're definitely you know their presence is um, as big as you know Tom Hanks's presence in this movie. Yeah, I guess p- performance wise, like there's never a feeling where it's like, oh well, Tom Hanks is the movie star, therefore he is better and will win. You know. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, uh, should we just get to our verdict then? Alrighty. All right, Carson, if you were going to give this a must-see, a recommend with a caveat, a wait for rental, a pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? Uh, I would definitely give it a must-see. I mean, it's it's a very, very well-made film, and uh, uh, like I said, shares some similarities with Gravity in the sense that uh, it it's very... Uh, the attention to cr- recreating uh, a real-life scenario is... Uh, very uh effort you know there's a lot of effort put into that and uh you know of all the reasons that i mentioned uh yeah i mean uh just definitely be warned uh it's a you know not a movie to go if you 
or wanting to see something light so yeah um but yeah like i i would definitely be uh wanting to see it again just to see it uh you know freshly and not having you know the the taste of gravity still like lingering (laughs) but uh yeah i mean not to to knock this film but it definitely was uh something that uh you know was still like in my mind while watching this film so yeah yeah um i just kept thinking at least you have oxygen (laughs) yeah exactly you don't have to worry about being in a suit and you know floating away (laughs) into vast space so like the scene where he's like, "Can we open up a window? We need some air in here." Yeah, I was, I was like, "I was like, oh, you need some air." Yeah, Sandra Bullock needs some air. <laughs> she, hers, she's gonna run out of oxygen, or she's breathing <laughs> CO two. Oh, and that uh, was the other thing was that you know it really looked like they were in that little submersible thing, which was like harrowing in and of itself. Like when they were pushing him into it, I was like, "Please don't go in there," because that means the camera has to go in there, and therefore I will feel claustrophobic (laughs) because uh i mean it did not look like it was comfortable uh filming that i mean it it might have been an extra set or whatever but it looked like they were really in that thing yeah uh and and that was probably very cramped it's definitely possible that they built a a pull-apart thing so they could wherever the camera needed to be they they, they had to have they had to have yeah yeah but uh but yeah i think it think it definitely did seal or sell that sense of like being cramped up and just really out of the element so yeah but yeah despite uh, my uh, i'll admit it's a little bit of complainy that i did earlier on in this review it's it this is definitely a fantastic watch and i think everybody should see it so i'm gonna give it a must see also um so yeah two must sees again we are on a roll Starting with gravity, at least <laughs> we have we have you know we have good movies that are out now. Yeah, so yes, that is a very good time. So yeah, two must sees. Hope you enjoyed this review, uh, Carson. If people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com. People can find me at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com/slash christopherirl. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show. You can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will likely come from a soundtrack to Captain Phillips. Um, So hopefully you're enjoying that. You know what's dumb, Carson, related to soundtracks? Uh, yes. So, um, I, I think it worked out uh, because of what I eventually went, went went for, anyways. But like, there was an actual soundtrack to um, to Don John, but it wasn't scheduled for release until this weekend. Like, what, what what's up with that? So it's yeah, like, some, sometimes they do that. I don't know why they release the soundtrack or score like a month or so, or you know, in this case, a couple weeks, but. Yeah. Yeah, they they release it after the fact, which I I don't know the reasoning for that. Yeah, it, it was just annoying because it was like the, it, we had had the, like multiple weeks in a row where there were no soundtracks available for the things we were reviewing, and then finally, the one that I expected to not have one had one, but it wasn't coming out until a week later. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just think it's not a popular enough 
movie or it wouldn't be a popular enough soundtrack that people would want to buy i don't know like if it's not like a han zimmer like oh people will be interested in uh you know like a batman theme or a yeah. batman score I, I don't know like i don't know the reasoning behind it well in, in in that situation it ended up working out all right because i thought i was i was pretty happy with uh <laughs> with our intro to that oh episode. yeah yeah that that worked out well so but yeah thank you guys all for listening thank you carson for joining me uh yes thank you for having me and we will catch you all in our next review later